Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. I want to check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias. Uh, of course, Julio was arrested over the weekend uh, at BMO Stadium in Southern California at the Lionel Messi soccer game. Remember, LAFC was playing Inter-Miami. We know he was arrested, of course, Julio, for felony domestic violence, but until now, we didn't know what happened, Mojo, but finally we are uh, getting some information here, courtesy of some eyewitnesses that we spoke with, Mojo. So, uh, again, remember, this arrest went down around 11 o'clock. It was after the game, BMO Stadium, Mojo. We are told that witnesses saw Julio allegedly push, shove a woman that he was with into a fence as they are having uh, an argument. So people see this allegedly happening again. He hasn't been convicted. The argument carries over and uh, Julio and the woman and some other people allegedly get into a vehicle. And that's when things got heated once again. And at that point, the witnesses had grabbed police mojo who uh, were on the scene, of course, at the soccer game and ultimately decided to take everybody out of the car to put handcuffs on Urias and to actually arrest him. We know he was then taken to the LAPD jail. He spent about four hours behind bars. He now likely has these serious charges that he's going to have to fight. He has also been placed on administrative leave by baseball, so you're likely not going to see him again this year. But Mojo, finally, it's not everything that allegedly happened, but it's it's an, another piece to the puzzle. Uh, what a piece this is. I, yeah. I, I feel like this is um, putting together a very, very troubling case for Julio. The thing that I keep coming back to is how long this took, how long they were going back and forth and this behavior was transpiring. A lot of times when you have incidents like this, they happen so quickly, there really isn't yeah. that much time to react. But this happened for so long that bystanders were able to see what happened, go away and retrieve police yeah. officers and bring them back, and this is still going on. I mean, that's very, very troubling to hear. That's a, obviously a big problem. We talked about this yesterday and what this could mean for Julio's career, not just for this season, but going forward indefinitely. Yeah. I mean, this is a big problem. As always, we got to say right now, these are allegations. Nothing has been proven in a court of law. Uh, so there's that. I mean, you see how domestic violence is treated in sports nowadays. Uh, you know, sometimes there used to be, slap. you know, uh, you get a slap on the wrist for something like this. It, it's not like that anymore. Add to it the fact that this would not be his first time in trouble with Major League Baseball, at least when it comes to domestic violence. A few years ago, there were allegations that Julio at the Beverly Center, I know we talked about this earlier in the week, mall in Los Angeles that he had gotten physical with, again, a woman that he was with. 
The woman did not cooperate with authorities and she actually told police that she had fallen over and that he did not put his hands on her. But there were witnesses who said, uh, the, you know, the contrary and that he had, in fact, actually gotten physical with this woman. So he didn't face charges then. We'll see what happens here. We don't know yet if she's going to cooperate or if she's not going to cooperate. But the bottom line is he could still be in trouble with Major League Baseball. All right, Mojo, moving on to Leangelo Ball, who is, <laughs> he's apparently like strong, 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 Mojo, uh, because Jello, who of course, uh, like his brother's a basketball player, not in the NBA right now, but uh, playing in the G League for the Greensboro Swarm. Maybe he should be a, a power lifter though, Mojo, because uh, Jello and dad, LeVar, posted a video on social media, and it's, it's got a lot of people talking, Mojo, and some people aren't buying it. Watch this. Leangelo Ball bench pressing 430 pounds. Mojo, I don't know anything about lifting, so I want to hear from you here. I, I will say this because I think this matters, though. Leangelo Ball is listed at six foot five and 230 pounds, so that means he would have lifted 200 pounds more than his own body weight. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me, Mojo. Wait, I, I've never lifted anything close to this, so is, is this possible? Is this real? All right, let me just – I'm not going to bury Jello. all right? You keep working hard, young man. Keep grinding away. <laughs> And just do your best. Keep fighting and pushing strong. LeVar Ball, oh, I'm about to bury you, pal. What planet are you living on? Do you ever hear the things that are coming out of your mouth? This is so foolish. First of all, that looks like a 12-pound bar. Where did they get that bar? That's certainly not an Olympic bar. It looked like it was on the curb of like a YMCA mojo. The weights look old. Yes, it was on the curb of a YMCA <laughs> or maybe a boys and girls clubs for the young children that are learning to lift for the first time. There is no part of this that is factually accurate. I will say this just to uh, make this make a little sense. I yeah. mean, he said the weight is 420. 420 means some other things. Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to reference that. Obviously, he wasn't <laughs> talking about the weight on the bar. To answer your question, Babcock, absolutely not. There is no way this is real. I, it's, there's no way it's possible right now. I'm not saying Jello couldn't get to a point where he could bench 420 pounds. That's a lot of weight, Babcock, I'm telling you right now. But don't just take it from me, all right? I, I haven't been in the WWE for a few years. It's been way longer than that since I played in the NFL. Let's mm. take it from a pro who is currently doing his thing. How about the guy who is literally the strongest guy in all of WWE Ooh. right now? Let's hear from my man Rick Boogs on what he's got to say about this. We're talking about 400 plus pound bench press. Anything I'm talking about over four plates requires thickness, density, pectorals, triceps, 20 plus inch arms. Deltoids. I don't know if the kid has the thickness. 
Yeah, like that's the mass you need, Mojo, right? Like that, just that pure size. Wow, 5'10". But look, and with a lot of effort, what looks like max effort there, and that is only supposedly 80 pounds or so more than what Jello did. I'm not doubting Jello's strong. He's definitely stronger than me, Mojo. I'm not saying that. I just don't buy it either. That's not 400 plus pounds. Maybe two something, 250, 275, I might even be able to buy. It ain't 400. And I'm just gonna throw this out there too, Babcock. That arch in the back that Jello was, was having there, technically, that rep wouldn't have counted. We are joined by a very special guest. This man right here is uh, undoubtedly, and he just proved it, the fastest man in the world. Not just the 100-meter world champion, the 200-meter world champion, and throw the 4 by 100 uh, on there for good measure. Of course, Noah anchored that race, and uh, now he joins us now. Noah Lyles. Noah, first of all, congratulations. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that a million times over the last few weeks. What's it been like uh, since you have stamped yourself again as the fastest guy in the world, and not just now dominating the 200 meter, but also the 100 meter? It's uh, it, it's been wild. <laughs> uh, from you know the city of Budapest, you know, basically like claiming the me as their king and you know going out and getting ready for each race one after the another you know you don't really get as much time as you really want to celebrate yeah. and even now you know haven't really celebrated like i wanted to because i'm about to go off to another track meet have you noticed that just more popularity you know if uh, if not just you personally but just a lot of people talking about the sport of tra uh, track and field have, have you noticed that because it seems like it's getting more attention than maybe it has in a long time at least here in, in america yeah i've definitely been trying my hardest i mean a lot of people believe that my ideal you know career is you know break world records and get a whole bunch of olympic medals but to be honest at the end of the day i want to just transcend the sport and take the sport with me and i've definitely seen some movement i've been really trying to get you know a lot of the athletes to get into this idea of pushing their own narrative and setting examples because you know if i can't even show them how to do it you know that's then what am I to, you know, just say that you should be doing this? But I've really been pushing of trying to get outside the box, you know, use new ideas, use different social media platforms, not talk about just running, but, you know, show people a whole character. Well, you certainly made uh, some waves after, uh, I don't know if it was after the 4 by 100 or the 2 I can't remember which one. I think it was uh, the 2. It was the 2, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I love that you said it. But you, uh, Noah, in, in hindsight, did you did you wish you didn't say it? Are you happy you did? What has what that all been like? Because not only do you perform amazing at the competition, but obviously then you've got all of these NBA stars. You've got Kevin Durant talking about you. What, what was that controversy like? No, it was a, it was a pretty funny moment. I mean, it. I've been saying it for years. You know, I mean, the whole world has been saying it for years. Um, it's just they decide to listen this time. You know, and all of a yeah. sudden, it's now it's like, wait, I think I've heard this guy, and he said what? And it's like, yeah, it's that situation. And the reaction just kind of proved the point even more. You know, I know, you know, I'm an American. I know how the U.S. views itself, and we want to make everything the biggest and the best. And I do think that the point was lost because not everybody watched the full clip. But at the end of the day, it's it was talking about how I see what we do at, to our national championships. I just want the same thing for our world champions, you know, and we're a sport where we're bringing in the most medals every year. And it's like nobody even knows because they don't pay attention.
And that's not to knock what the NBA does. I love that they're wearing the hats. You know, I'm trying to bring that stuff over and into track and field because I'm trying to show my sport what we could be. And everybody's just like, no, 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 you know. I'm just like, no, they know what they're doing. Like, we need to be stepping up too. Did any of the players, did anybody reach out to you either to argue with you or or to say, hey, maybe you've got a point, Noah? No, I have a lot of – so my massage therapist works with actually a lot of NBA players, <laughs> and most of them are international. So a yeah. lot of the international players have been like, oh, man, you're so right. I've had full, a few NFL players be like, yeah, like I definitely feel what you're talking about, man. Yeah. You know, just you know, keep your head. Don't worry about what people say. Um, I think the the funniest thing that's probably happened is that I was just literally in the club because I was celebrating from, you know, Worlds. And all of a sudden, my friends are blowing on my phone. They're just like, bro, like, you got the whole NBA on your head and all this other stuff. He's like, Kevin Durant's talking. And I'm just like, Kevin Durant's always talking. <laughs> like, that's, right, that's that's I'm like, what are they even mad about? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They decided to listen. And then all of a sudden, Drake over here saying stuff. I'm like, yeah, just go home, buddy. Go home. <laughs> How do you move forward now with uh, the Olympics coming up and obviously that being as important as, as it is? Uh, what, what's sort of the mindset and, and what, is, what is the time between now and the Olympics look like for you? So I'd say right between now and the Olympics, it's just going to be resetting the clock. You know, it's going back to training, getting your endurance up. It's going to be a lot of, you know, just pushing the boundaries a little bit more than we did last year. You know, a lot of people don't know, you know, they don't know what I do in practice, but I can tell you that the dial can keep going. If I trained at, you know, probably at eight this year, you know, let's turn it up to nine to 9.5 next year. You know, I'm still waiting for my coach to really start trying to make me pass out at practice, <laughs> you know, um, and that's kind of like how we're going to be doing it. Um, sprinkled in with probably a lot of media. Olympics, so I got Olympic yeah. sponsors, so they all want to do their photo shoots and their media days and have me read props. So we got to get those in, of course. And then, you know, uh, the Netflix series is coming out, so yeah. they'll be around for sure. That's amazing. And, you know, other than that, we'll just see what the year takes. Noah, congratulations uh, once again, man. It was absolutely incredible to watch. I've been a fan for a long time and uh, so happy to see you doing so well. Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, did Canelo Alvarez just throw shade at Bud Crawford? Well, we'll let you decide. We're going to hear from Canelo next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Canelo Alvarez has a big-time fight coming up in, in just a few weeks. 
taking on uh, fellow champion Jermel Charlo September 30th in Las Vegas, Mojo. But for as big a fight as that is, there might actually be an even bigger fight for Saul after he fights one of the Charla bros. Yep, we're talking about Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Bud Crawford. Mojo, it's the dream matchup people have been talking about ever since Bud Crawford absolutely dominated fellow great Errol Spence, knocked him out ninth round. And uh, Mojo, you know it, you've heard it. People have been questioning, could we possibly see Canelo versus Terrence? I recently had the opportunity to talk to Canelo and I asked him, I said, hey, Canelo, are you tired of people asking about Bud Crawford and um, he took what could be perceived as a shot. Take a look. Are you tired of people asking you about Terrence yet? No, look, <laughs> there's, I, like I, I always say, I respect Terrence Crawford. He's a, a, a very talented yeah. fighter, but uh, he just win uh, one big fight. If you see his record, he just beat uh, one good fighter like aerospace is yes. but uh other than that i don't i don't think he's beating you know, other great fighter like spence he did a really good job with spence he did like almost look very easy because but i knew there's come for is a great fighter but you know you never know in boxing we'll see we'll see in the future right now i'm 100 percent focus on on your mail but i will see in the future why not it makes sense why not well it makes sense it makes dollars i and i can't decide if that's shade or not it was like the nicest insult i have heard i mean it is shade of course i mean he's pretty much telling bud that he hasn't fought anybody right. but <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean it came from a bad place he's right. acknowledging the greatness of this fighter, but he's right. also saying at the same time, I mean, he's still getting rocking and rolling. Of course, he's undefeated. He's been around for a while, but, you know, how many super fights has he done? Those big marquee matchups that, you know, break pay-per-view record sales and are just those fight of the century type type matchups. Yeah. Canelo saying he's had one of those and... You know, that's the only matchup that he's looking at that he's kind of paying any respect or giving yeah. any weight to. So there's that. I mean, look, when you're an athlete, when you're a competitor, you got to be real with yourself. You got to know where you stand. You got to know that you're probably going to have shortcomings. You got to analyze all your weaknesses and, you know, you got to be just honest and, and real with yourself. Oh, yeah. So. Canelo, he's, he's saying this from a place of respect, but, you know, he's also going to, you know, pat himself on the back here a little bit. Look, he hasn't done what, what I've done. Let's not get too hasty with, with talking about who's had the, the greater career and the, the big, bigger resume here. But I don't know, man. I, I think this could be a really exciting matchup where we're very impatient these days. Fighting for a title isn't enough anymore. It nope. has to be a super fight in order to gain everybody's interest. A tough world we live in, especially for undefeated fighters. But I, I mean, hey, I, I could see this fight getting done for yeah, sure. Yeah, look, Mojo, we're, we're on a roll here. We've had Ryan, we had Tank, we had Bud, we had Spent. Uh, the, the big fights are being made. Let's hope that after, and this is no gimme for Canelo Alvarez, but if he does get past Jermel, it would be one of the biggest fights in the last two or three decades. I am really, really crossing my fingers.
Got a new caddy on the golf course? Mojo, that is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, you know, it's not a dog. Uh, <laughs> it's a spotted hyena on a golf course in South Africa. This is a golf course uh, at Kruger National Park. It's one of the largest national parks. Got all kinds of crazy wild animals, big cats, and yes, spotted hyenas. We've seen dangerous animals on golf courses before. We've seen alligators, big alligators. I'm more scared of that. I think you've got a chance at least of escaping an alligator. Not that thing. That thing can go upwards of 40 miles an hour, and it's got twice the bite force of a lion. No thank you. My goodness, Babcock, do you like moonlight for animals? Oh, but I let me tell you. Let me tell you guys something. I am obsessed with these wild animals. I watch these lion videos on YouTube at home. So I'm like Steve. Look at that thing. The neck muscles that these things have. Mojo. Look, oh. this one happened to be alone, and, and normally they're with packs. You get a few of these things. They're taking down male lions. Hey, man. You know what? I'm an expert on hyenas too. I've seen the Lion King like five <laughs> times. So. I know how those hyena can do work. Uh, that's why I said hyena, plural, not hyenas. Uh, but anyways, I'm not sure what's more terrifying, this or a gator on a golf course. I want nothing to do with either Babcock. This is why I don't golf. That's exactly right. That's that's why we don't golf. Too dangerous, yeah, Mojo, fun. from the uh, former NFL guy and WWE star. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mojo. terrifying to golf. <laughs> right, this is scarier. All right, Mojo, we have got to go. Check us out tomorrow. We got a big show, big stories, big video, because we know tonight the NFL made its debut. The NFL season is like officially, officially here, Mojo. Lots to talk about on Friday. It'll be pretty great. It'll be the best show since today.